Welcome everybody to the 60 Second Car. This is the podcast that covers every single minute of the Fast and the Furious franchise. Step into the car, get locked and loaded, um, pull your stick shift, and uh, and drop a gear because it's time to party. My name is Dan Otage. You, all, uh, you can call me Dan, Dan Otage, whatever it might be. I'm Dan Otage on all platforms. I am joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, Mr. Daniel, a.k.a. Ovacord. Hello. That's him, me. I like that I get introduced like I'm the special guest every time. It makes you feel really good about myself. Don't stop doing it. I'm trying to figure out like how the best to do it because I can always just, uh, I mean, at a certain point, we're going to do exactly what we did because I am i don't know. I might leave this pre-roll in before we actually get started into the in my intro of the, in the episode where it, it's just going to go and maybe we don't even have an intro anymore because... The fans out there are probably... So this is actually one of those things. You and I listen to a lot of podcasts, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. A few, maybe. Um, uh, I know you've appeared on a uh, a famous or two podcasts uh, as well. Um, your uh, your work in signage has also appeared on a uh, <laughs> on a few very famous podcasts as well. Okay, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I was a little lost, but then I caught up. Yes, yes. So, well, so, so you the both of those things. So you were on you were on an episode of Doug Loves Shorts, right? I was, yes, because I was the lone person that brought a, a name tag to a stand up show. I think I remember Doug. For those who don't know, Doug Loves Movies is a very, very famous podcast. It's been going on for a very long time. In fact, there have been several podcast ideas that I've come up with and been like, "That's just that's just Doug Loves Movies." I need to stop listening to everybody and getting my ideas <laughs> from there. Um, and there, so he does this movie podcast where he literally just plays games. Right? They play movie based games like. Um, uh, trivia style games where they guessed, you know, they guessed the actor based on IMDb uh, listings and stuff like that. Well, he also does stand up because he's a professional stand up. And uh, often at the end of his stand up show, he does, he brings up a guest who has brought a name tag, a, a big sign that has a pun on it usually. Um, the live audience, by the way, we're, we're streaming this live on Twitch. Um, the live audience will know how much I absolutely just positively love puns. Um, but it's usually a sign. It's usually a pun on it. And I've never been to one of his stand-ups. Maybe you could tell me a little bit more about, like, is this, like, half of his stand-up set? Or is, like, it just a few minutes at the end? What, what, what actually covers this? I haven't been to a stand-up in a while. Like, this was, God, I don't know. 10 years ago already but he would do like kind of standard stand-up stuff and then he would just like read tweets then he'd go back <laughs> to doing stand-up then he would invite his opener on stage and look for name tags and then you would play against the opener with him hosting and like i said i was the only person with a sign or a name tag at this show and i've done so many versions of plays on man replacing man with dan that I don't remember what my sign was. It could have been Iron Dan 2, which is one I've done. It could be Amazing <laughs> Spider Dan. Uh -huh. uh, anything like that. So something along those lines, and I got picked. And I went up against Ngaio Bilam. Mm -hmm. And we played the Leonard Moulton game, which is basically name that tune, but name that movie, where you get uh, a vague plot of a movie, which he tries not to give away anything. And then oh, a the, category. The plot, the plot doesn't help you at all. No. But my category was movies with sign language. 
Uh-huh. I know exactly one movie with sign language. And I, so I picked that thinking maybe this would be what's the worst that could happen with Danny DeVito and Martin Lawrence because I can go negative two on that. It wasn't that movie. He gave me a year and I was already out. And then Angayo knew it named negative movies. But because I was the only person that was there with a sign, I got the prize bag. And it was like tickets to an Angayo show, a poster for the movie Friday that some fan, like a fan art thing that I think I still have. And then just like hotel soaps. Because, you know, <laughs> as Doug was leaving, he just scooped things off the counter of the, the local double tree. Right. It could, well, because he also has to put stuff in for the actual right. show, too, right? But mm-hmm. uh, no, so that that's that's funny because it's a thing to have bits and things at podcasts that I, I hope one day we have some of those bits and things. But it's another thing to transfer that over to a regular stand-up show, like having like asking people to bring name tags. And he even talks about it several times. He's like, I tell people to bring name tags. Like, why don't it, why doesn't anybody do it? I've said it millions of times. It's like, it's probably because they think it's weird, <laughs> to be honest. It's probably, it's weird to bring it to the podcast, but it's weirder to bring it to a show where there's also an opener and maybe even two openers. And you're sitting there just holding on to the thing and being like, this is weird for a while, I, I presume. Yeah, I think when, I he just... called, when he called for name tags, like... I was sat in the back and he was like, there really is no one with name tags here. And I, I like, I was like, oh, I don't want to be the only one with one. And then he saw mine and I was really hoping it wouldn't at that point. Cause I held it up then I put it down <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, oh, man, it's, well, they just put out the old back catalog of everything and maybe the minis are up there too, but I would, I would love to hear it again. So I don't know, 2013 Sacramento show, listen to it. It's a disaster. Um, but (laughs) I think, um, I think I remember, and I think he had like, your mic was not set hot enough. And I think you were kind of quiet and stuff like that. And I think, I don't think he, it it sounds like he probably didn't, um, uh, really talk this out with the audio guy, whoever it was. Actually, what happened with that is he just had the second microphone put it in the middle of the, the stage. And this one was initially pointed at the crowd, I'm guessing for recording uh, purposes. Uh-huh. But we, I forget where we are with our discussion about what was what was live and what was recorded and whatnot, but we were talking about our height difference. Angayo uh-huh. is a very tall man. So he put the mic out for like Angayo's height. So I tried to get on my tiptoes to talk into <laughs> it, knowing how podcasts work and basically didn't reach it. But somehow still it was wrong because Angayo had to bend over and talk into it. So it was just wrong for both of us. So the second mm-hmm. mic is just not well done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Guy is, is tall. I've, I've hung out with him a few times. He's a good dude. I've been to his uh, 420 shows a few times. And then he does a New Year's Eve show like every year. Um, and obviously local legend. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, that, that is, uh, that's, that's always been my favorite thing about podcasts is having those like, those recurring bits over and over and over again. And it's part of why, like I'm excited to do this show because we know it's going to go on long enough. And I think that one of the things that just, I think naturally happens is something gets repeated in that and whatever, whether it's funny or not, it becomes funny when you force it down the audience throat. Maybe. 
This um, is feeling very Michael Scott in wanting to be part of an inside <laughs> joke one day. <laughs> Honestly, kind of. <laughs> one day they'll include me in their inside joke. Uh, I'll just have to force my way into situations long enough. Or, as I've done basically my entire career in life, is make my own version of it because I don't get... I don't. I get. I used to get invited to things pretty regularly, but net not as like a regular. No one wanted to start something with me, and uh, which I think is okay. But I also think that people don't like committing too hard to a lot of things like this because you don't see that too often. There's a few podcasts out there now from like Twitch streamers and some YouTubers that are semi regular. Um, but for the most part, uh, I feel like streamers have streamers and YouTubers have. Um, I think commitment issues, and I think we can see that in maybe a lot of the relationships too. Um, sorry, that's not I, shade. That's not shade. I promise. I felt like shade, but I don't know what you're talking about. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, today we are talking about uh, kind of the tail end, but I think we're just going to jump right into where we left off in the last episode, which is the uh, the LA skyline uh, mm-hmm. that we have in the the original Fast and the Furious. We're in minute. Are we in minute four? Yeah, right? This is episode four, so minute three. three so timestamps three, three, yeah. three colon zero zero to three fifty-nine. Right, exactly. Um, and with this, we we also don't have much that happens in this in this episode or this minute, but it is rather important because we get to see our main character. Not only do we get to see our main character, but we get to see the um, proverbial main character for at least the first act, which is this lovely green car. And it, it's it's crazy because I've seen remakes of this car probably several dozen times in Weird. real life. Where? Yep. Just that like you'll see him at car shows or you'll see him just driving down the street um, in like a major like downtown area where people just like to show off their cars and stuff. I've seen it in downtown Sacramento a few times. Um, you sometimes you see them at like uh, like comic cons because there's kind of a crossover there. Some anime shows sure. um, where people they may not have the exact car, but they definitely have the exact uh, like um, outer body shell with the paint job and all the all the stickers and stuff like that. So it's probably not as expensive as this car actually was. But it's a prop, essentially. They've remade remade a prop in a way. Right. Um, yeah, we like. There's there's kind of a lot that goes on with this car, but we uh, we know that it is it is a Paul Walker classic. I think we I think a lot of people um, will connect this to Paul Walker because I do believe that he kept this car. Um, he either bought it from the studio or he kept it after they they um, they finished filming. He appropriately stole it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, which is which is essentially what what. So this is like a. I think in the story of the movie, it's probably a police, uh, like stationed car. Like they they either uh, what I forget what I'm I, the you, the word I'm looking for is 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 uh beyond me or it's it's uh, escaping me. But it's when. The police basically confiscate it from, you know, probably a drug dealer or somebody who was street racing or boosting cars or whatever it might be. So that's what this is. So, you know, 
in the story realm that is at least sir so some impounded car that now is a a police cruiser of sorts yeah 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 your undercover cruiser type right yeah because that's we that's what we know that's what we know well we don't know him to be at this point at this exact frame we don't all we see is the second maybe i'll say second most important character in the entire film nos we get a little nos shot right there by (laughs) by the tire which not only became a an energy drink but also is still sold i believe today in the same exact way which is a uh the the blue can or plastic bottle with the orange you know top that looks like the can of nos whereas in the current stage of movies do they use nos very much in the like recent ones yeah, yeah. Is i'm it pretty st- sure they use it in space that's how they got i know to i do know they use it in space <laughs> that's their that's their propulsion system right just of like you, like you would in in, in a, ru- a throcket or not a, thro- a rocket thruster <laughs> <laughs> it's just it is a main character i didn't even think about it i don't know why i didn't think about it but the nos company which is a real company that makes real performance uh gas and chemicals blew up because of this movie this movie absolutely skyrocket it must have skyrocketed all of their sales right it had to been the the it's got to be one of the most successful product placement things in all of movies other than maybe Corona, but also I don't, I think Corona was doing just fine before that. I think the only one that maybe got a, this similar boost would be Reese's pieces because of ET. That, that, yeah, possibly. Um, we're, we're, so I don't, I don't remember what, like what I, what age was I? I was probably honestly very like a, like a toddler when ET came out was Reese's pieces was it new or was it like i was also we i don't know i don't know if it was popular at all um so that's very possible that this got that that was like the biggest one of the biggest boosts of a of a product from product placement um but definitely nos was um i'm sure that like the toyota supra got some pretty big fame off this movie um like corona is just i don't know if corona sold more because of the movie but when you see corona you think of vin diesel absolutely no yep yeah for sure 100 percent. here's the thing i want the corona sponsorship real bad on this podcast yeah yeah, i don't so corona people stop listening i don't like corona i think it's a gross beer uh (laughs) but i would i would love it if i liked it because i sit here the entire time recording with a beer that's corona no because Let's just say there's Corona in this, but there's not. <laughs> but you have to hold it with your thumb over the over the opening, <laughs> and just holding it like this. That's right. how, that's how Dom does it. <laughs> I don't know Doesn't... why he does it, but he just he always puts his finger in the in the opening of the bottle for some reason. It kind of bothers me. Is there already lime in there? Maybe he really doesn't want lime in there. I think someone's going to lime him. It's <laughs> just going to come up. Oh, I see you got no lime in your Corona. Let me force it in. I got your family. <laughs> got your family. <laughs> oh, man. Um, it's also one of those things that uh, that we see in the... The first time we see Corona in this 
um it's it's a status symbol like of of paul walker's character being introduced or being accepted into the family is like here you can have this beer it happens to be a corona which which is also one of those things that kind of uh forces yourself to ask is it mandela effect did did corona come in later and uh add to this when they saw that it was a successful franchise when the reality is no this it's been in since the beginning mm-hmm. like it's in the first act of the film and it it got named it gets name checked in the first act of the film yes yes it does absolutely i can't so, I mean, wait they to get, had to get clearance yeah yeah <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves uh let's get inside this car yeah let's get inside this car so the next piece we have um is uh well our first shot at our uh, at our main character uh rest in peace but i think uh i think everybody will always remember paul walker through the fast and the furious and all i mean he 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 died doing fast and the furious stuff which like his legend is solid his legend is solidified forever have you heard about his family trying to sue the car about him crashing it going like 90 i do i did hear about that yes he was going real fast in a fast car so on paper that's fine but like it's such as like it's so tragic because of who he is around these movies, but also he was being fucking dumb. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, there's there's a there's quite a few celebrities who have unfortunately passed due to driving fast in a fast car, um, yeah. and it is it is quite sad. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's one of those things where celebrities will never really unless they end up being like publicly a garbage human and even then sometimes not they usually are like no they don't they can't do anything wrong right it's like we love paul walker paul walker's great but he was he was driving really really fast around in like a a pretty and not a racetrack so Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) but paul walker uh i have random facts about paul walker i wrote down because I Please, mean, I want to hear. If them. we're gonna be if we're gonna be introduced to somebody who's this important to the franchise, you got to do a little digging. Which, uh, who's, so, what's crazy? He's still alive in the franchise, technically, right now. So, which, Katie which is nuts. and I were talking about this, like, because we, as of this recording, we are seeing Fast X tomorrow. Holy shit! Oh. I said it out loud. I'm very excited. Really? Yes, we're going tomorrow night, and we're stoked. Dang, you're gonna see it a day and a half before me. I won't say a word. But uh, Katie Bear was just like, hey, I don't have any basis of this. Do you think somebody's going to die in this franchise? What if it's Mia? And I was like, that would be insane. But that would absolutely anchor uh, Brian off camera to just take care of the kids. Because, like, the world's ending, yet they still won't call him seems crazy to me. But if he's yeah. the only caretaker, he's got to stay home, right? That's, that's kind of the crazy thing. Um, you have... So many ways, I, th- in my opinion, I think you've had so many ways to kind of have him have a, a, a tragic ending in the series or something happen, right? But it feels, it feels, un- it, I, I, I can't tell if it's disrespectful or not. And I feel like it's, the, the intention behind it is respectful to keep him alive. But I feel like having... His character still be a being that's out there doing something or doing stuff. In fact, I think in the last movie, he does something kind of significant. 
out there. It just it feels weird. I don't know. It feels like doing something for the with the dead that you maybe shouldn't be doing. <laughs> I don't like, know. But imagine the conversations that the character Brian has with everybody after the last movie. So mm. at the end of the last movie, he rolls up to the picnic or the family l dinner or lunch or whatever, I think. Right. Or that's it. So he sits down and they're like, yo, I just went to space. That's crazy. <laughs> He's like, a few last summer, we took down a submarine. What have you been up to? He's like, dude, it's been so hard. Like, HBO has all the Sesame Street stuff. And I don't really want to get it. <laughs> Because the, the kids really want to watch it, but it also keeps changing. It's HBO oh Go, it's HBO Max, now it's just Max. So, like, what the hell does he have to talk about? Have you guys heard the Coco Melon theme? It's in my <laughs> head constantly. <laughs> Me meanwhile, Dom is still also being a parent and, you know, yeah. uh, doing whatever he's doing. But, uh, so, sorry, I digress. Paul Walker, the fourth. Uh, so, there's three other of them. Um, Brian O'Connor. At the time of this film, he's 28 years old. This is mm -hmm. his ninth film role overall. Uh, maybe role overall. I forget how I counted this. But uh, we've got In the Can, Pleasantville came out in 98, Varsity Blues, and She's All That, both in 1999. And of course, the classic Tammy and the T-Rex. What's Tammy and the T-Rex? Varsity Blues. Uh, Tammy and the T-Rex, of course, a teen, Denise Richards, learns that, that a scientist, Paul Walker, uh, has implanted her dead boyfriend's brain into an animatronic dinosaur, which honestly, that's our next thing after we get through all these we're <laughs> minute by minute on taming the t-rex uh he's from glendale california those are my facts uh but he, he like it, his importance to the early days of this franchise because he is the guy mm. he's top billing on wikipedia not vin diesel who becomes mm. the franchise he's yep. the like only holdover in the next movie right yeah 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 i'm doubting myself now I need we need some fact checkers or mostly or maybe you know this is is he does he know the entire crew has he been in these films with every person of the crew at this moment no it's, there's there's a couple there's like one new girl that he's never met is there anybody yeah. else so does he like are you asking if he knows Cipher or something what are you asking me well so so. Okay, so like the main crew, right? Several of them have been introduced throughout the series. He yes. died or has not been around in the series when some of them were introduced. So when he so I'm back to when he pulls up to the barbecue, mm -hmm. are there are there several people at that barbecue he he's never met before? Oh, uh, maybe. Uh Maybe he's also shocked to see that Han is there. Uh, right. Or does it, well, does he know Han? He mm. oh, it, it, it is Han in. Well, story order is one, two, four, five, six. He's in five, three, right? seven. Yeah. Han is in five. I think so. Pretty sure. So I know. I know. Paul Walker's in five. Um. But yeah, that. So like it 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 just I don't know. Obviously, we shouldn't be nitpicking story details about this series because well, let's be honest, that's not why anybody watches these movies. But that does feel a little uh st it still feels strange. I still think it's kind of a weird move and I don't and I'm also concerned on how they're going to finish this series off with him 
how he's going to end up at the end of the series. It's concerning. We'll talk about, I think in a, in a very near future episode, we'll talk about something else that we heard about with the, with fast 10 or fast X. And, uh, but I, I'm genuinely curious to see what happens to Brian, uh, uh, what's his name? O'Connor. Brian O'Connor. Right. O'Connor. You're the cop. Uh, <clears throat> to Brian O'Connor at the end of the series because I think it could be still I think there's very much possibility that he could just be out there and still alive. Yeah, and just they don't they said they wouldn't call him, so they don't. That's it. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's all it's gonna be, which is both anticlimactic, but also what are you gonna do? It's either that or actually kill his character, which mm-hmm. that seems worse. Yeah, I, I don't think there's a win here. I really don't think there's a win. I think it, it very much is already... It's already too late, right? You have characters that don't always make a whole lot of sense to whatever whatever happens. Because, like, you know, in Star Wars, after Katie Fisher passes away, I think they do her character justice, right? She's a hero at the end, but she is gone in Star mm-hmm. Wars. So like it's it it matches you know at least it makes a little bit of sense. Here I'm just like I I, I think it's too late to do anything about it. I think you just kind of have to write it out. Um, yeah. But I also I also have this feeling that um, Vin Diesel is a very sentimental human who is just like I don't think I can let that go in this series. I don't think I can let him even if even if it is not his care not him it's his character. I don't think I can let that kind of just be, which I I think is tough. Like, it's got to be tough for him. Probably, yeah. Um, okay, so next we have... Um, we have... Well, we have a little bit of driving. We have the iconic... Uh, let's stare at the pedals. The the really cool fancy pedals in which no car I've ever earned of ha- or had has had pedals like these. They're always the, uh, the fancy uh, metal in the car. I know what I'm doing. I've got to push it to the, the pedal to the metal... Uh, type of of things and then we have our close-up shots of of rpms and you know skirts and skirt and uh, and all kinds of stuff in this um but we i think you said it best a little bit of fun in a parking lot right yeah he's in the parking lot of a ballpark and uh just goes fast which check that box then Mm -hmm. spins out seemingly for no reason I honestly don't know what happens in this screenshot, why he starts going sideways, and then gets furious. So, tick, tick. We got our franchise. (laughs) Uh, It's fast and furious. (laughs) That's what they're talking about. This moment. Uh, Yeah, I don't... So, maybe he's prepping for his undercover work as a a street racer or something, but I really don't know why he spins out. And then he gets mad and says his first line of the entire franchise, which, of course, is just shit. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so I have a few theories about his character, and the reason that like he is can become so easily embedded in um the Toretto's family, the family, and stuff like that, and why it's so easy for him to just kind of turn on what he's doing. And I do believe that like. Maybe he didn't get in trouble for boosting cars, which is part of what is said later. But I think he was like, he was close to, I think, trouble. And then, and then for some reason decided to join the LAPD. 
and maybe it was to help people who were in like troubled times like he was or whatever it might have been. Um, but I do think that he was probably pretty close to, to running that life anyway. And this was like a, I got to get good at this. I used to be good at this or whatever it might have been. And something happened and a, a switch flipped in the wrong way. And I don't know. I know that going fast, it doesn't take much to have something go wrong. But why he skids out like this, I, I couldn't tell you. I don't think I have that experience. Yeah, he's an otherwise empty parking lot going straight. Though when he skids out, he winds up at the end of it. So maybe he should have planned a little better. Oh, dark twist. Was he, was he intending to just smash in the barricade for some reason? And then he chickened out. That's probably not it. But what if? I don't know. I don't, Nothing happens in this minute. He goes fast. <laughs> I don't think... Do, I don't think that's ever really been a theme in the Fast and the Furious to have like this existential dread, right? I oh, absolutely not. I Everyone here is confident and stoked about it. They're confident, they're stoked, or they're just like, well, let's just do it. I think we'll, we'll come out on top, right? Mm -hmm. the, the luckiest human beings in the world, right? They're invincible. <laughs> they, they are, which we will get to in a future episode of that whole, that whole can of worms of whatever they have going on because i'll tell Love you right it. now as it just a just a foreshadowing i'm with roman oh yeah absolutely <laughs> i'm with roman i fully am on his side and all his theories about everything happening <laughs> and i think tej is also on his side but he's delusional about it <laughs> i mean we'll get there but like what yeah. if the fast universe is the island from lost and maybe maybe the end of uh the finale that that we have coming up uh maybe they just maybe uh oh no what if they uh ai cgi paul walker just waking up and being like it was all a dream oh no <laughs> oh no i hate it he looks over and hurley's sitting there on the island with a banana leaf I'm like hey man how's it going what's up man you were out you were out bro here are my here are my favorite numbers two four whatever blah 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 <laughs> I have not seen Lost, but I know I, I kind of get those references. <laughs> Sorry. I won't go too deep on Lost. That'll be for the next, the next That's series. That's fine. I just I won't be able to respond. I have no idea. I know it's weird. I know they film in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. um, I know there's like a smoke monster. I know there's like it ends up rolling into like some religious themes. And that's about it. That's all I got. Don't they all? Yeah. Um. I mean, and there's there's really not much else to say about about this minute. This is our first, I think this is our first challenge for the podcast where this is a driving minute. And if I were a car guy, I'd probably have a lot more to say about this. I do know that this car is cool and it's mm -hmm. iconic. And we get introduced to three main characters all in one shot. Um, sort of. I mean, there's a sticker of NOS. We don't actually see the NOS because he doesn't have NOS in the car at this point. Right. Um, which is also interesting. There is no Nas in the car yet. We know that for a fact. He still has the sticker. I, right. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. uh, so I lost my train of thought. Fuck. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, I got it. So when I was um, trying to like peek about like this first section of the movie on Wikipedia, 
people have gone through the Wikipedia plot summary and they've added the cars to the, just the basic plot summary. So I feel like there's a whole third of the movie that's just getting lost on me because I don't give a shit about cars. You and I have not said the make of this car, I don't think. We both commented that it was green. That's my only note in here is that it's green. That's the only note I'm going to make on it. I don't care. <laughs> I think I think this is... It's a, it's a Toyota of some sort. I forget what it is, though. It is... It, it is something that I think was very popular for a long time. Uh, anybody watching live, this isn't a Civic, is it? That'd be weird. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I know, I know the the orange car we see later is a Supra. Um, I know. Uh, I think most of what they drive in in far as far as the crew goes is all. Japanese? I well no, you have the you have the Volkswagen Jetta that uh the mad scientist drives. And then you have uh, I think a couple Hondas and Toyotas. Um I got you in the car. We're looking at a Mitsubishi Eclipse. Okay. All right. Cool. That's what I had a feeling that might have been it as well. Because this I think in Too Fast Too Furious, it's kind of a callback to this car. Because he gets a uh, Evo, which is also an Eclipse. Wait, no, is that an Eclipse? It's a Mitsubishi. Isn't it an Eclipse Evolution? I think it's an Eclipse Evolution, um, which is what makes it an Evo. Um, so I think it's kind of a callback to this, but also it's weird because I don't think um, I don't think. We really get the full-on muscle car feel, especially from Dom, until the fourth movie. Like, obviously, he's got he's got a muscle car in this, but one, he doesn't drive it until the end, and even then, it doesn't really. It's not his personality yet, right? Mm-mm. Oh, it's a Lancer, right? The Lancer evolution, not the not the Eclipse evolution, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost bought one back in the day. Um, it wasn't because of this movie. Actually, I take it back. Uh, I had a buddy who had a, an, an Evo because of Too Fast, Too Furious. And I liked his, and I also remembered that that was in the movie. And I almost bought one that had a salvage title. They wanted like nine grand cash, and I, I got to drive it, and I was like, this is cool. Oh, wait, I'm 22 years old. I can't just do this. <laughs> and, I, and I had a an ounce of responsibility take over, and then all of a sudden, done. Nothing. <laughs> Not going to happen. Um, but yeah, so this is fun in the sun. Uh, I should say that also this is Dodger Stadium. It's a very, very famous uh, stadium. I get to drive by it on an almost daily basis. Um, and the it's cool because it's kind of up on the mountain a little bit, and there's a lot of like nice little quaint roads that are surrounding it and the, the reason i drive by it all the time is because i can cut through a lot of the traffic get through those and it's pretty cool this is a nice little spot of of la that um i think is is very nice I, dodger stadium is uh doesn't look like this anymore not at all it's been redone i think hmm. twice maybe um but this is a this is a cool little um throwback into uh into la la history as this movie <clears throat> seems to like to do, mm-hmm, at least so mm-hmm. far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we don't really, 
Yeah, we don't really see L.A. too much after this movie, do we? We see, like, them go back to the house a couple times, but that's kind of it. There's I not mean, much most done in L.A. movies are on location somewhere else. You've got, yeah. what, yeah. Miami, Cuba, Russia? Uh, in about in about four years, uh, every, our audience, um, the, the family, um, you will find us doing a live show. We're going to do our first live show in uh, Dubai um, in between... Like uh, we'll build a bridge and we'll be in a car that are that is sort of m- freeze framed in between two very tall buildings as it's uh, crashing from one to the other. Now you think that sounds expensive, but with the f- the podcast fortune, we'll no doubt have we'll yeah. definitely have a our studio that'll be our, our satellite studio set up in Dubai between the buildings. It, it's it's gonna be great. You'll love it. Uh, you guys can watch from the the ground floor. You can't really see us, but we'll have mm-hmm. really good speakers. Corona's gonna pay for it. It's fine. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be we'll be all right. <laughs> I, I was just about to make a reference that I thought was to this movie, but that's actually to the Italian job, so never mind. <laughs> Easily, uh, there's a couple of themes that I think we can get into at some point in time um, that are actually, again, Mandela effect confuse my brain, and I'm like, oh, those are the same movie. Wait a second, no, they're not. Um, yeah, yeah, there's absolutely some themes that that were those those very much match each other. Um, it's not Mark Wahlberg, uh, but but <laughs> they do share an actor. Do you know the actor off the top of your head? No. Charlize Theron. Oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. She's in she's in both the Italian Job and obviously the Fast the Fast series. Not um, this one. I, I, th- I was looking for somebody in this. Oh one. no, not this one. No, no, no. I, are there? So before this, it was what Pitch Black. Oh, I've got that coming up in a future episode. Oh, Don't all right. you worry. Yep, cool. All right, we'll talk about that. So that was uh, that was minute four of the Fast and the Furious, the original Fast and the Furious. Uh, wait, the Fast and the Furious. We have to get that exact because of obviously other movies. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, including other movies. Uh, hold on, hold on. This is very important. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Uh, they... <laughs> shit, where'd it go? <laughs> we almost didn't get that. Uh, so Frank drives off with Connie in her Jaguar sports car. See, like I said, they always call out what make a car it is. She soon proves to be a difficult hostage trying to escape a few times, which leads him to treat her more roughly than they would both prefer. That's a weird way to put that. We'll have from the 1954 The Fast and the Furious, which uh, has a legacy tab that does reference this movie. How? Have to find out soon. <laughs> and we'll find out more next time on <laughs> 60 Second Car. Uh, my name is Dan Otage. You can find me everywhere at Dan Otage. You can find uh, uh, our, our my lovely co-host, Overcord. That's me at most places. Don't look for me other places. I don't remember my usernames. <laughs> don't, yeah. Um, I, I'll be at a, probably uh, the coffee shop down the street at some point. But uh, also, yeah, don't look at me. Don't look for me. Um, that's probably not a thing. Um, but... That has been minute four of the 60 second car. And uh, if you if you are watching this live, make sure you guys are following. If you're watching this in the video format that is pre-recorded on YouTube, youtube.com slash Danotage, make sure you subscribe there. If not, we are slowly but surely getting on every single every single app and uh, podcast app that exists out there. And uh, as long as a couple of these places stop giving me headaches, we should be pretty much everywhere. So thank you all for listening. Thanks for watching. And we'll see you next time. Family!